Welcome, friend, to the Busy Vibrant Mom podcast. Are you struggling to be more productive in your home and to be more productive overall? Are you struggling with purposeful parenting? I know why. It's because you're an extroverted stay-at-home mom and you are putting yourself in a bucket with every other stay-at-home mom out there who is telling you all the ways to be more organized and productive and get more done and be a patient parent and it's just not working. You are empty, unfulfilled, lonely, exhausted, and you don't have the energy that you know is out there for you somewhere. And I have the answer. Hi friend, I'm Michelle Bird, and I have been in your fancy shoes. The answer is to understand that the extroverted stay-at-home mom needs specific solutions that help fill our bucket as extroverts so that we can pour from a full cup so that we can be more productive and purposeful in our parenting. Get ready, friend. Reheat that coffee, pop in your earbuds, and come hang out with me. It's time for today's show. Hello, friends. I'm excited to talk with you again on this new episode. Today, we are going to be talking with Michelle McCoy, who is a certified fundamental health coach and a holistic lifestyle advocate. She also has a podcast called Treasured Wellness, and she is just a joy to talk with. We had so much fun. She shares a little bit about her journey of how she jumped into being a holistic health coach, her two older kiddos who are now married and live close to her in North Carolina. So she supports moms and women who have been struggling with ongoing fatigue and pain. She is just a blessing. She wants to help them reclaim their life and anti-inflammatory lifestyle changes and to find natural solutions using a very godly approach. She is just so encouraging. I love her down to earth attitude and how she is just so fun fundamentally and takes easy steps that every mom can do to help you feel less fatigued and take a little bit more care of you. She does a great job reminding us to take care of ourselves and not only our kiddos so that we can pour from a whole bucket rather than an empty one. Enjoy as we jump in with my new friend, Michelle. Michelle, how are you? And how did you come to figure out all this whole new lifestyle thing that you're doing? Well, first, thank you so much, Michelle, for having me on. And I have to say, we spell our name exactly the same. It's the right way to spell it. Two L's. That's right. (laughs) But it's such an honor that I'm on your show. To go back to what brought me into holistic health, we have to go back almost 20 years because my daughter was really sick and she had a three-year time 
span where she was sick and nobody could really tell us what was wrong with her. Nobody could really give us a concrete answer. They just kept throwing medications at her. They did run all of the normal tests that you would think to run. She was having migraines and daily headaches. She was having eczema and psoriasis and her skin was just reacting very, very inflamed. And the biggest problem were those migraines because she was only five, six, seven, and we still could not figure out what was going on with her. So all of these tests, CAT scans, allergy testing, food intolerance testing, all of these things, and they were just putting her on medications that were really strong. And I would go back and I would research these medications and I was just really not getting answers. And I really felt like they were just throwing spaghetti at the wall and waiting to see what would stick. And meanwhile, she's getting worse. She's not getting better. And everything that I would come to the doctors with an idea, like, is it possibly food? Is it something that she's eating? Is it the hormones in the dairy? I mean, like all of these things I was just kind of grasping because 20 years ago, I didn't have access to the internet. I didn't have the internet at my fingertips where I could just really research all of her symptoms and get some possible answers and then go to the doctor with those questions. So I was really kind of throwing spaghetti at the wall myself trying to figure out what was going on with her and I was keeping a food diary and all of this so fast forward we went to an herbalist and she was able to say right away that she had a gluten intolerance and it was just so mind-blowing because we finally had an answer and conventional medicine did not give us that answer so it was really just so exciting really at that point because we finally had an answer and we knew what we could do with that answer you know we could handle anything as long as we had an answer <laughs> when a parent doesn't know why their child is sick that is so difficult because we just want to make it them feel better we just want their pain to go away and we can't and so we feel there's so much mom guilt that goes into that so we were able to clear up her gut, get her gut healthy, and take her off of the gluten that was causing her such inflammation, causing her those migraines. We had a different child within a month, and within six months to eight months, it was like she was never sick. It was incredible. Oh, that's so awesome, especially as a mom, to go through all of that and to yeah. see your daughter just struggling and want to be able to solve it as you said and they're just throwing spaghetti at the wall they're just giving her a bunch of medication and not really getting to the root of whatever it was oh exactly yeah and so that kind of spurred me on it just really fueled my passion to keep digging and to keep finding out what other modalities could we utilize that was outside of the conventional medical model now there's a place there's a place for conventional medicine there's a place for holistic medicine and i also love functional medicine because it blends the two together of course if you break your leg you want to go to an orthopedist but if you've got something going on with your gut or you're having migraines it's not necessarily that gas gastroenterologist or the neurologist that is going to give you that answer because see here's the thing our body is brilliantly designed everything's connected and 
that's just not the training that they get in medical school. So of course they were looking at me like I was crazy. Like, of course it's not her food. You just feed her whatever she wants. She's in pain. You give her whatever she wants. But what I was giving her was making her sicker. So as a mom, you feel horrible. Like I was effectively, I remember when I was actually taking her off of healthier foods, like chicken and different meats, thinking maybe it was the meats, maybe it was the hormones. And I was giving her more whole wheat, but she had a wheat intolerance. (laughs) So, I mean, we don't know until we know. And so that was really a challenging time, but it really gave me so much passion to help other moms get to the bottom, not just of their own kids' health, but their own health. Because meanwhile, while she was sick and I was putting all my focus on her, my own health was failing because that's what moms do. We throw everything we have at our kids, our families, and we just ignore our own symptoms. So it wasn't until many years later that I kind of got the aha moment where that light bulb moment where I was like, okay, she has a gluten intolerance. How did she get that? Hello. (laughs) I gave that to her. So a lot of my same symptoms were the symptoms that she was having, mostly with the migraines. I mean, I remember taking her to some appointments and I had such a debilitating migraine, like just the doctor would keep the lights off for both of us in the room because, but, but I wasn't there for me. I was there for her. I literally was just like, don't worry about me. Let's just focus on her. Let's get to the bottom of this. We can explain away our symptoms so much as moms, right? I didn't sleep last night. It's that time of the month. I mean, we just explain things away, but really we do need to dig down and get to the root cause of what is going on because it doesn't matter what age we are. It doesn't matter how old we are. We should not be feeling like crap all the time. We should not be having this debilitating fatigue. We should not be having a ton of pain. We should not be having trouble sleeping. Like we need to get to the root cause of what's going on so that we can then live an optimal life so that we have good health so that we can then continue to care for those that we want to care for. It's that whole adage of we can't do for other people if our bucket is empty. We can't draw from an empty bucket. You just can't. So true. And you're right. A lot of things as moms, you just are like, oh, I just didn't sleep very well. It's fine. I'm always tired. It's fine. There are so many things that you kind of put your health, as you said, to the side. And sometimes you just have to. And so you get used to that, I think. That's right. As a mom, and it's difficult, but you're so correct that you need to get down to the root of what is the real problem instead of just throwing spaghetti at the wall, like, oh, I should feel fine one of these days. Right. And the biggest thing that I kept hearing as I was getting into my later 30s was, oh, you just wait, you're going to start spreading, you're going to start not sleeping, your hormones are going to be. And it's like, why do we tell women this? Why do other women tell women this? let's support each other. Let's lift each other up. And it does not have to be that way. So let me tell you, it does not have to be this way. (laughs) You do not have to feel bad just because you're aging, right? It's not the normal rite of passage that you turn 35 and all of a sudden you can't sleep at night or you turn 40 and all of a sudden 
that's not how it should be. There's, there's always a root cause and we can get to the bottom of it. So true. So do you do coaching for people as far as holistic living or what things do you do to help moms in this area and to just kind of guide them through figuring out, is it something that they're eating or diet or maybe a life choice that they're doing, you know, that needs a little bit of help. So how do you work with that? Yeah, absolutely. So I do private one-to-one coaching, but I also do group coaching and I love to really get down to the nitty gritty. Let's get down to the root cause of what's going on. And I like to do mind, body and soul work. Truly, I believe that the soul work needs to come first because that is when we get true restoration. I have a lifestyle restoration program and my three main pillars, so to speak, are breakthrough, action, and restoration. So we need to get that breakthrough. We need to find out what is it that we need to change and then take the action. And then we get the restoration we've been waiting for. So beginning with soul work, I think is just so vital because as women, we do get caught up in the rat race of caring for everybody else. We just do. So that's the way we're wired. And there's nothing wrong with that. But the problem is, is if we start to lose ourselves along the way, and we stop believing what God says about us, we stop listening to what God says about us, who we are as his daughters. So Going backwards and going right back to that intentional soul work is going to help us to really be able to take intentional action when we're talking about the lifestyle changes that we then need to make. So I kind of take that mind, body, soul approach, and it's just a really beautiful picture of that completeness. Because again, everything's connected. Like our whole body is connected. We need to get to the bottom of what's going on. And sometimes that does mean lab testing. Sometimes that means your doctor may not agree with you that you need a specific lab test. And that's a big pet peeve of mine too, because the pharmaceutical companies and the insurance companies are kind of dictating what the doctors can run, what tests and different things. Doctors get kickbacks from certain things, of course. Doctors are losing control slowly over their own patient care. So that's a big pet peeve of mine. So like if you came to me and said, Hey, you know, I want these labs and my doctor will not run them. And I have asked three times and I just keep going back every six months and he's running the same tests and everything comes back normal, but I still feel like crap. Then we can go deeper and we can actually order labs for you online. And you don't need your doctor's permission. You don't need the insurance company's permission. Yes, that comes out of pocket in that case. You know, you're not running it through your insurance, but you're getting the answers that you've been looking for. And then you can go back to your doctor and you can say, hey, here are my labs. This shows that I am severely deficient in vitamin D, or this shows that I have a histamine reaction to certain foods, or I have Hashimoto's or, you know, whatever it is, whatever the dis-ease is, we want to get to it before it turns into disease. Whereas the medical model 
waits until there's disease management. They, we have a disease management system, not necessarily a healthcare system. And that's doing us all a very big disservice. So really just putting the ball in your own court, you are in control. You are your best advocate for your health. You do not have to wait for permission from a doctor to run certain labs. If you are willing to pay for it, order it, get it done, do it. You don't have to keep staying with the same doctor who's not listening to you. I did an episode in the beginning of the podcast, probably I think it was episode two or three. Should you fire your doctor? Maybe, (laughs) maybe you need to fire your doctor and you need to look for somebody who's actually going to give you that eye to eye contact and attention and listen to you. Because one of the biggest complaints I hear from women is they don't feel heard from their doctor. They don't feel heard. They go with a list of questions and they're in there for eight minutes and they actually end up leaving with more questions than they had answers to their own questions. So it's just like that vicious cycle. And there's a lot of frustration. There's a lot of overwhelm and it shouldn't be this way. And it does not have to be this way. Yeah. I love that. It's kind of empowering to say, you don't need to do it this this direction. Like if you have a doctor that you are not connected with and you are not jiving with and is not making you feel like, okay about whatever situation that your questions are being answered and you're able to connect with them, then I definitely agree to find somebody else that just works. That is hard. Right. It is. It's almost like giving yourself permission. Like it's okay. It's okay to question your doctor. It's okay to believe yourself and trust yourself. Trust that God-given instinct that is in there in you for a reason And you would do the same thing for your kids. If you weren't getting the right answers for your kids, you'd keep pushing. So I think that women need to understand and give themselves permission that it's okay to question. It's okay to put themselves first in certain areas and say, hey, no, I'm not getting these answers. I'm still feeling terrible. Why? Why am I feeling terrible? I don't want to wait six more months for my next checkup. I want to get the answers now. And if you are not getting help from your doctor's office, then look elsewhere. Right. Now, how much do these labs usually cost? Well, it really does depend on the lab. So I know for there are specific like hormone panels that you can get done. Those are pretty expensive. You can get like mycotoxin testing. Those are pretty expensive. So I'm not going to lie. They're not cheap, but when you have been feeling poorly for so long and you're not getting the answers, it's worth it. I just last year I went and I bit the bullet and I did a Dutch test, which is a dried urine test for comprehensive hormones. And I got so much information. It was like the light bulb went off and I was like, finally, this makes so much sense. Now I understand why I've been feeling like this. And I really needed to do that. And to be honest, a lot of doctors don't even understand how to read specific labs like that. So that's where coming in with a holistic and functional health coach can help you or functional doctor can help to bridge that gap so that you are actually getting the answers that you need. That's awesome. Yeah. 
so, so many times that I think we dismiss our symptoms and we may not know that we even are dealing with something. Or as you said, oh, I just get migraines all the time. And that's just kind of how it is. Right. So do you have some ideas of how you can kind of help moms either with fatigue or with some of those symptoms that you have seen? Yeah, fatigue. I see fatigue all the time in women and rightly so, because again, their bucket is empty. (laughs) They're doing everything for everybody else. So the three biggest tips that I would say right now to help you reduce your mental fatigue, your physical fatigue, and maybe even your spiritual fatigue The first thing I'm going to, again, go back to that soul work. You want to treasure yourself. You really want to give yourself the dig into the word and get those biblical truths. What does God say about you as his daughter? Speak life to yourself. Find that specific verse that really speaks to your heart and to your soul and write it out and put it on a card and put it on your bathroom mirror or your dash or your computer monitor. Put it somewhere where you will see it and read it out loud. When we read it out loud, it just seems to really affect us better. It seems to kind of, we start to believe it a little bit better, but you want to dig into what God says about you and what he thinks about you. God says that you are a treasured possession. And how often do we not believe that? I know for me in my journey, I had a very hard time believing that. And it was a very long time of deep intentional soul work that I had to go through myself so that I would finally realize who I was in Christ, whose I was. And so treasure yourself with the deep intentional soul work, but then also carry it a step further and get out in nature. God speaks to us through nature. Get out into the fresh air, get some sun to skin contact. That's a great way to just fill you and give you, yeah, some much needed vitamin C, of course, but you can do some deep breathing exercises, self-care support, whether that's rubbing lotion on your feet at night, just giving yourself a foot massage, creating that calming bedtime routine, maybe getting out in the grass and grounding and just walking in the grass barefoot. All of these modalities, if you will, will help to fill your bucket a little bit more. And it might be a drip at a time. I mean, let's be real your bucket might be so empty that we have to fill it a drip at a time, but taking the daily intentional action will do that. It will start to fill your bucket and then you are better able to help those that you love. So that's my number one, treasure yourself. Number two, support yourself, stand up for yourself and maybe say no to things that you have always said yes to. I think especially coming up in the church, if we are there every time the doors open and we're always doing what somebody asked us to do this, can you be here for daycare? Can you be here for this? Can you be here for that? Like, we're always like, yep, sure. No problem. And, and we feel guilty if we don't, we feel guilty if we say, no, we can't do that. Or if we say, let me get back to you. No, people pressure you. You want, they want an answer now. (laughs) So I got to a point where like, if you need an answer now, my answer is no, 
because I need to take time to look at my schedule, think about it, pray about it, talk to my husband, see what my family needs. Because so many times I was helping others at the expense of my own family. And that is not (laughs) what we should be doing, really. Our family is our first mission field. That's just something that is really near and dear to my heart too. So supporting yourself and changing your mindset too about things, honoring your body, you know, changing your mindset as far as it's okay to take care of yourself. It's not selfish to give yourself self-care. It's not. Rest when your body's telling you. I love the story in Mark where the disciples were exhausted and Jesus called them away. He said, come away and rest. And so again, we should come away and rest and come away with Jesus. I did an episode on that as well just recently because I think it was for Mother's Day because so many women are just going. We're just like these machines and we just go, go like the Energizer Bunny and we don't rest and we feel like it's lazy. Oh my gosh. I used to say that all the time. I'm being so lazy. Right. I Most just want to sit down for five minutes. I'm so lazy. <laughs> so lazy. I just need five minutes. But yet I remember my grandparents, like, I just need to rest my eyes, which was so funny because resting their eyes meant they were snoring in two minutes, right? Like every woman across all generations has gone through that where they're just so exhausted when they finally do sit down, they're just like out, or maybe you can't fall asleep. <laughs> That's a whole other problem. But I think one or the other, (laughs) one or the other, it's really okay to rest. And I think that it is necessary because here's the thing. If you don't listen to your body when it's talking to you, then it starts squawking at you. And then it starts screaming at you. Your body's going to throw you in the bed. Like you're going to get sick. You're going to get sick something's I mean this doesn't that just the way like for me it was always after a holiday I was always sick after a holiday because I would throw myself into everything and it just so supporting yourself is really really important getting away and rest and then the third thing nurture yourself and this is where we get into the real nitty-gritty physical you want to make sure you are getting adequate protein you want to be eating good fruits and vegetables, staying hydrated. My clients will tell you, I always say water before coffee. You need to drink water before coffee because you are dehydrated from sleeping all night and you need to rehydrate your cells. So many people think that they are hydrated, but they're still fatigued. They're still exhausted. And what's happening is your cells are dehydrated. So it's important to keep that hydration going, keep drinking enough water. And that can be in the form of herbal teas as well. If you're not a water lover, flavor it, put some lemons in there, put some fruit in there, orange slices, whatever, but you want to make sure you're getting enough hydration. And to that note, Back to the protein, a lot of women are not getting enough protein, and that is making you fatigued as well. You want to think about protein at every meal. Protein for breakfast. Don't skip breakfast, even if it's something small like just a hard-boiled egg or a chicken sausage or a collagen protein shake or something. Just have something, but you want to start with protein, and you want to make sure you're getting protein at every single meal. So 
you basically are wanting to crowd out those maybe unhealthier foods that you're reaching for when you're tired, the sugar, the carbs, the chips, the popcorn, those M&Ms at the vending machine, going back to the break room, or if you're a stay-at-home mom, like, or working part-time or nights or whatever, because I think we try to juggle everything, but there's always access. <laughs> there's always access to sugar. <laughs> it is Some- everywhere. It's everywhere. So instead of reaching for that quick 20 minutes, maybe of the boost that you get, and then you've got the rest of the afternoon crash, you want to crowd out with some healthier options. So making sure you're packing your lunches, making sure you're always having a protein bar or a bag of nuts and seeds in your purse or the diaper bag or wherever you need to make sure that you are having something for you, just like you make sure your kids have a snack. Your so kids' true. snacks are not the same so as your true. snacks. <laughs> You're like, I'll just eat the rest of your sandwich. It's fine. It's fine. We're at the park. I forgot to pack something for me. I packed right. everything for you. I'll yeah. just eat some of your sandwich. It's fine. Right. You're not going to eat that. Right? Are it's you fine. done? <laughs> right. Yeah. It's so true. It's so true. We've all been there multiple times and learning that it's okay to put yourself first in some ways. You're going to be such a better human because <laughs> you're going to just feel so much better you you're will feel and so much better kiddos. and then they'll be yes. able to learn from you of like oh look mom takes care of herself she doesn't just eat my sandwich every day or eat the rest right. of the stuff that's on my plate if i don't yes. eat it yes um, and right away in a container in the refrigerator and if i'm still hungry i eat that it's yeah. not that mom just cleans my plate every every time yeah, we used to do that too. I'd always put it in a container and then, you know, that always before bed, I'm hungry. I want cereal. I want this. I want that. So like, well, you can have your dinner. It's right here for you. Right there. I'll even warm it up for you. Right. I always have fresh fruit out. And so the kids are always, especially now, since we're jumping into summer, they're yes. very much like, oh, I need a snack. I need a snack. And I'm like, eat an apple. It's right there eat a banana. It's right there. And if they're not hungry enough to eat an apple or banana or some carrots, then clearly they're not hungry. <laughs> right. Clearly. Well, and it's so funny too, because I got into holistic medicine, holistic health when my kids were older, because again, you put your kids first. And so that's why I've said, like, I kind of reinvented myself in my different phase of life because I am living in the empty nest now. Like both of our kids are grown and both married. But I remember when my son came home from college and he opened up the pantry and he was expecting like the Doritos and the Tostitos and the salsa and this and that. And he's like, there's nothing to eat. And I'm like, yes, there's actually real food. You just have to cook it. And he's like, that's not food. Like, I don't want to cook. It was just so funny. Like, I think I really affected him with that first visit back home because I went through the pantry cleanse. And that's something that I talk about. And I walk my clients through as well, doing a pantry and a fridge makeover and just not throwing everything all at once out, right? Like taking time and doing it slow. Don't do what I did. (laughs) Learn from my mistakes. Same with toxins in your skincare. I mean, we go through all of that. So 
Yeah, it's just you want to meet yourself where you're at and you want to honor yourself at every stage and every age that you're at in life because things will be different, right? It's totally different from having a three-year-old to having a 13-year-old and, and then having a 23-year-old. And so all of these different stages and phases that we as moms go through, I remember how hard I cried when my kids went to college and we were truly alone. It was just my husband and I and the dog. Like, <laughs> where was my purpose? We get our identity wrapped up in our kids sometimes. And gosh, that's a whole other conversation that I could have. <laughs> that's a whole other topic for another That's time. a whole other topic, but it's really true. And so you just, through it all, you want to nurture yourself. You want to treasure yourself and you want to support yourself. I just love how you're just the idea of supporting moms, nurturing them, taking time for them to kind of figure out, okay, these things are toxic. Let's take time. Let's take time to figure out your pantry or your fridge and what you want in there. What's going to benefit you, but not being overwhelmed of, oh my gosh, I have to clean out my whole pantry and throw everything away and go through everything in a day. Like it seems very doable and very manageable and just done with love and like kindness for moms who are already stretched, as you said, and fatigued and they're like, okay, fine. Another thing on my plate to do, but just, it feels doable. Like let's just take a couple steps. Exactly. And that's the thing, because we have so much that's overwhelming us in this world where things that we have to do, must do, should do, want to do, like, it's just do, do, do. And I don't ever want somebody to feel like it's just one more thing on my to-do list. You want to take care of yourself. You want to feel better, but I'm there to help support with the how and the why and the what and what next and what to ask and all of those things because it is very overwhelming. And trial and error is good for some things, but it only goes so far. And if it's not sustainable, we're not going to keep doing it. We're just not. And that's why I don't believe in diets. I don't believe in a one-size-fits-all there is no one size fits all. We are all uniquely created and one person's food is another person's poison and vice versa. And we need to find out what our body needs, not what our neighbor's body needed and was good with. And, you know, let's, let's try this. Let's try that. And the diet culture, the diet mentality, like that just has to end. It just has to end because it's just continuing to set us up as women to feel less than. And we just need to get to the root cause of what our body needs. And then we can sustain that. We can sustain that so that we do have a healthy, optimal life. Yeah, I completely agree. Diets always seem like you're at the bottom of a huge mountain and you're like climbing and you can't get to the top, right? You're trying to either lose that weight or feel better. Then you feel bad or guilty if you eat something that you shouldn't. Instead of just saying, It's fine because I think also once you cross off those foods of, okay, don't eat sugar. Don't eat this. That's all you want to eat is sugar. Whereas before you could have left it and you didn't even care. You would eat more fruits or eat more vegetables or 
I mean, we all know inherently what's going to help and what's going to hurt us. So I think just working through that and taking small steps is, as you said, more manageable, is consistent over time. It's something we can sustain. It's something that's easy. Packing a snack for yourself, packing lunch for yourself as a busy mom, eating lunch, eating breakfast, like just those little manageable things instead of going the full giant mountain. It's true. If you want it to be doable, you want it to feel like you are making progress, not perfection. There is no perfection. Perfectionism needs to die, but progress. You're making progress every step that you take in the right direction. Every time you have a fourth glass of water instead of opening a can of soda, that is progress. You are doing a great thing for your body. And if you are struggling with energy and fatigue, your body will start to respond and it will thank you for that. It really will. You will feel better. You will have less brain fog. You will have more energy. And all of these things will just naturally start falling into place where you will be feeling and living a better lifestyle than you were before you started. But again, it's it's not a quick fix. There is no quick fix. It takes intentional action. It's so true. As we know, everything takes a little bit of work, but I just love your approach of very calming, very doable and knowing the right steps for moms. I think that's so huge because we're so busy. We don't have time to like analyze what is holistic living and what am I now supposed to be doing and which step and what am I on? We're just trying to get the kids out the door to get to soccer practice and get, get them back and have everybody have a shoe by the time we like get to soccer practice and have all their stuff. Right. And all their gear, because if they don't have their gear, then they won't play. And then that's somehow your fault as a mom. (laughs) Yep. Somehow that's your fault that they didn't have their gear. But on that note, something I learned when my kids were going through that is It's really great to have a bag in your car for those emergency pit stops, I call them. So you want to have paper plates, you want to have napkins, you want to have the silverware. And if you are just, there's no time, you did not plan ahead, you didn't put dinner in the crock pot that night, all of that, you hit the grocery store, grab a rotisserie chicken, grab some already cut up vegetables, some dips boom, you have dinner and your kids are eating healthy protein and you protein and vegetables so that they will actually do better on the field because they had actual good, solid nutrition. But keeping all of that stuff in the bag, in the trunk of your car or in the SUV or whatever, it makes it so much easier. Like, ah, wait, I've got that. We're just going to dart in here because there's always those days, right? You pick the kids up from school. Somebody has an appointment. And then you have to be on the soccer field by 5.30. So you've already made sure the gear is already in the car. Let's just make sure all that other stuff is go grab some yogurts, go grab whatever it is from the grocery store. You don't have to go to a drive-thru. You can actually be just as fast grabbing things from the grocery store. I love that. That's great. Keep a little picnic basket in the back of your car. Yep. Have things all ready to go. It just needs to live in there. You know, yes. <laughs> once you put it in, you don't need to like keep taking it in and out. Like just put it in the, as the emergency, you know, like car service stuff that you have in the back. Exactly. In your, in your That's trunk. That's exactly it. You just throw yep. it back there. 
I love that because most people would think that, oh gosh, we only have 10 minutes or 15 minutes. Like let's go to McDonald's or whatever it is and go drive through this and we'll grab this on the way over here. But a grocery store is just as fast. And if you have- It really is. Yeah. They've got hard boiled eggs already peeled. They've got, you can go get some deli meat. I mean, there's so many- good quality protein and vegetable and fruit options that are quick on the go self-checkout you're on your way and you can tailgate when you get to the game (laughs) there you go and other moms other parents i'm sure will be eating something everybody just grabs a blanket sits out or grabs a chair yes yeah yeah it can be fun but just it gives you a little peace of mind too that everybody's eating a little bit healthier and honestly it's better for your wallet too (laughs) that's right that's right it can be expensive going out yeah yeah yes it can the nice thing is with going to a grocery store whatever you have left over you're just gonna take right home and you're gonna use it at home anyway it's not fast food that you may throw out afterwards yeah that's right That's right. Oh, so many good tips and everything. Where can people find you and work with you if they would like? I know you have an amazing podcast. And so just tell us some about that. My podcast is the Treasured Wellness Show. And we just talk about all things like mind, body and soul health. And especially as we're going into more midlife, as our kids are getting older, and maybe we are approaching the empty nest, or maybe we're in the empty nest. There are some good ways that you can learn to take care of yourself when you've had literally like 18 plus years of just taking care of your kids, and you've been putting yourself on the back burner. So the Treasured wellness show. And then you can find me at treasuredwellness.com. And I have a Facebook group page. It's called holistic health for Christian women. Of course, I'm on Instagram and Facebook, the socials, (laughs) Michelle treasured wellness. And then I do, since we were talking about fatigue, I do have a free foggy and fatigued resource that will give you three days of intentional action steps with recipes of helping you to reclaim some of that energy that you've lost. I love that. That's awesome. Because then moms can at least have a little something they can take and be like, okay, I can do this. It's 15 minutes of reading this and trying to figure it out but it's easy steps and it's for me. It's not for and my it is. It's exactly. not for my family. It's not for my husband. It's for me to fill my bucket so that I can pour into these other people. That's right, because there are different levels of fatigue. And I've talked about my experience with adrenal fatigue, for example. And so you don't want to really get to that point where you are struggling so much in your fatigue that you aren't able to be there for your family because you're having to take a nap or you're just, you have nothing in you. So you want to be able to, again, get to the bottom of it, get to the root cause, but then also get on top of it. If if you're already starting to feel tired more than the typical, I just didn't sleep well last night. If it's becoming a pattern where you are reaching for that cup of coffee every afternoon at two o'clock, we might want to address that and get on top of it so that you can feel much better and help your adrenals and help, help support your body through that. And so that's why there are some good recipes in there as well. Oh, I love it so much and so helpful for moms because that's what we need. Just to remember that it's okay, as you said, for us to rest and to take some time into filling up our bucket and to check out what are we eating? How are we feeling? 
What are we thinking about in our minds? Are we giving ourselves a chance to rest? Are we secure in where our walk is with Christ and to know that we are his daughter and that he made us this way and that's okay? <laughs> that's right. How many of us are Martha's instead of Mary? Great. <laughs> I mean, I'm such a Martha. <laughs> Me too. I'm like so, running around. Yes. And it's okay because he loved Mary and Martha equally, you know, but it's okay to come away and rest. And I think once we give ourselves that permission, we'll be better able to demand it and take back our health and say, no, this is important. I need to take care of my health. And, you know, let's not forget that our kids are watching us. Our daughters are watching us and we want our daughters to not have that superwoman complex that we might have (laughs) that we're trying to break free of. So it's okay. Give yourself permission. So true. They are watching all the time and things you don't notice that they're watching and they're seeing how you treat yourself and what you're eating and if you're working out or drinking water or what your level is they're always watching always oh it's been so fun talking with you all right well we will wrap this up thank you so much and i'm excited that you get to help women all over the place and other moms and just groups of moms who need a little bit more it's okay to invest in yourself That's exactly right. I do. I love it. I have such a passion for it and I just love it. And I love to pray over each woman that I work with. And I just, I just feel like it's, it's just such a blessing, such an honor what I get to do. So thank you so much, Michelle, for having me on. I really appreciate it. Thank you. If you like my mom's show, please leave a review. Post a screenshot in your Instagram stories and tag her. Pretty please. If this podcast has blessed you in some way, please leave a review on iTunes. It lights up my heart when I hear how God is using this podcast to help other women too. This is the number one way other women will find this show and be blessed. So please leave a review and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Thank you and God bless my friend.